Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur Show. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. For anyone who's out there, you can find us on Instagram at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs. You can also find me personally on Instagram and threads and Facebook at Justin Bizarro. Again, that's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. You can also find this show and the other three shows we do on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. All you have to do is type in my last name and all four shows, including this one, will show up on Spotify or whatever place you listen to podcasts are. So like I said, wherever you're growing yourself, that's what podcasts should be used for, growing yourself. Um, at least I hope so. Okay, I admit it. I listen to like some crime ones here and there. I used to anyway. I don't anymore, but... I can get involved in the drama and stuff like that, but now I try to grow myself through podcasts myself also, and that's what you should do with these. So enough of my rambling here. I have a special guest with us from Pacifica, California. He's back. He's got one leg right now, (laughs) but that's not stopping him. James Santos of Samaj's Cookies. How are you doing today? I'm doing awesome. Justin, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. So let's talk about, like, I've been trying to get you back on the show for a while. When I reached out to you, you're like, yeah, bro, I broke my foot. What happened for the audience? Because I think there's a lot of people that are that are becoming fans of yours, that are becoming fans of your cookies. And I am. I know there's a, a company out there that's dominating the market. I won't say their name. They need competition. We need, to, we need to give them good, hard competition. It's good for the world. It's good for the cookie industry. You know, um, you know, because Keebler and um, Amos, like their cookies were bought by conglomerates. So there's no entrepreneurs left running good the good cookie game anymore. So what? No, go ahead, man. I was going to say, them damn elves, the Kibler's elves, sheesh kebabs. I know, I know, they traded. They're 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 disloyal now. They're I don't even know what company <laughs> in the world they're owned by anymore. It's too hard to keep track. These conglomerates, oh. they buy up them. But it's good for the entrepreneur. They got a payout, I guess. So, James, uh, yes. what happened to your foot, dude? Uh, fucking broke my foot trying to do it for the Instagram, so to speak. Oh man, like uh, I was jump roping. Uh, I jump rope every day when I uh, go to the gym. That's my little routine. And today I decided to jump rope with that weighted heavy jump rope, which I have at the house and I barely use. You know, it's just sitting in the garage. And I've seen some clip on Instagram. I've seen a dude whipping it up on a heavy weighted jump rope, and he was doing it off of one leg. And I decided to do it too. Like, okay, yeah, I like this. You know what I mean, and then I try to switch it to, and then the left, other than went for the left foot, which is the broken foot, and that's where, yeah, that just landed, and I'm screaming like a little girl. But I'm, and my buddy comes over and he's like, "Dude, uh, get up, man! There's 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 heck of females around. You know what I mean? Like, get up!" And I'm like, "No, I can't do it." <laughs> Noe, Noe, by the way, that's the homie from middle school. Noe, I'm like, bro, I can't. But yeah, jump roping. Sheesh. It's crazy because when I broke my foot, I broke my foot. Um, I brought my mom home a dog, a present, a puppy. And uh, the puppy got literally went out of the house. And I grew up on a farm. And it literally, we had three kittens in the barn. They were bar- barn kittens for the mice and stuff. It literally grabbed a kitten, snapped its neck, and killed the kitten. It was the saddest thing ever. And I went chasing after the dog, and I broke my foot. But it was just oh, stepping shit. funny. 
It's the weirdest thing. Never's happened since, never before. Not like playing soccer or anything like I've done all my other injuries or doing something stupid like surfing or crossfitting or wherever else, however else I've broken bones, four-wheeling. This was just simply running after a dog, and I broke my foot. Like weirdly just stepped wrong, landed wrong, exactly the same thing that happened to you. Landed funny uh, because I was. it was an intense moment, and uh, that was that. You know, so... I mean, we were talking about this a little bit beforehand. Like, you're now in the food game. Like, we talked about your transition in part one and part two. Everyone should go back and listen to those episodes. But you're, you've went, you're now in the food game. You're now the cookie entrepreneur um, and, and kicking ass. But we talked a little bit about before how important fitness is as an entrepreneur. Will you explain, like, your mindset on that or, or oh. sort of what we talked about earlier and, and why you're talking about working out and, and how you're tying it to being an entrepreneur? Uh, I mean, I'll never forget the words from coming from the Godfather, Justin, uh, superpower. I, that's your superpower. Uh, uh, when I go to the gym and then you, I feel that superpower within, you know, being living that healthy life is part of the whole entrepreneur game. Like, without your body functioning, oh, man, like, the business, where's it going? You know, especially breaking a foot is it's, it's wild because uh, I forgot to mention, too, Justin, a uh, little sidetrack, but off the foot thing, but uh, I have a tattoo on the top of my uh, foot of the bone anatomy, and there's a crack on the tattoo, and the fucking same crack on the x-ray resembles the tattoo. But the podiatrist and all the nurses kept on laughing, and then I'm like, my foot's throbbing, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, ready to throw on the castle, you know? I mean, they're just laughing. But anywho, but yeah, uh, fitness, without... That was fitness. a bad omen. You t- you you premeditated that one on yourself. Yeah, you put right? that one into the universe. Yeah, not, it, not so good there, dude. It, not it's so fucking good. crazy. Yeah, uh, you unintentionally manifested that into your life. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. That's the, that's how crazy life is, right there. Uh, karma's a bitch. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is, and it, and it pays you back in spades, man. Times ten. Holy shit! But yeah, I was going to say, uh, uh, like I like I always remember you saying every time uh, a showtime, like it's always you're on the go. Like there's there's no. It's always it's showtime, showtime every time. Like when I go to the gym, like that's where I make my sales. That's where I throw. That's where I bring samples to the gym for my. I got the buddy, uh, the homie C Webb. Uh, shout out, uh, you know, guys, a little OG Caprice. My bad for you out there, bro. I like your whip, but he works at the gym, and every time he introduces me to different new members that I don't know, and I always come prepared with the sample. And I felt like at that time I was on fire, you know, just. You know, I would put them on, and they they would try it, and bada bing, bada boom. So I feel like you know, performing at the gym as well. You know, doing a little jump rope here and there. I'm not gonna lightweight lie about it, but then sometimes you know, put something on a little show. You know what I mean? Like like the show time is on, and 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 then that's go time. And fuck, doing the show time really hurt, and it fucked up my foot. And now the the go time is a. Is is being on crutches on a little little knee walker and a wheelchair that the wife you know without the wife oh my god I don't know what uh yeah and the kids sheesh I love y'all but uh yeah the the business right there the health 
How are you staying on top of all of it? I mean, how are you still running the business? How are you dealing with the foot? I mean, I are you? Is your, it's summertime, so maybe the kids are off school. So are they wheeling around with you, like schlepping cookies and slinging cookies to everyone? That's a good I way mean, for them I, to learn the business, I guess. Well, I, I, I don't. I mean, when you, oh, do like I, you know, on on the instant when you hit and rock bottom. You know what I mean? Like I got it because in the beginning, rock bottom. And I just started hating feeling sorry for myself. You know, like I was just like, fuck, it's the beginning of summer. You know, the the kids, they they had all these promising trips, you know, to go to the uh, family uh, yearly camping. And, uh, you know, it's just like, damn, sorry, kids, you know. And then, uh, you know, mom... God bless her. You know what I mean? I love you, honey. Uh, we were able to go to Legoland. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I don't know if you plan to go to Legoland, Justin, in San Diego, California. They don't accommodate too much for uh, people, disabled people, because the only one single moving door was a grand entrance. That After that, I had to move everything. But, uh, yeah, I was feeling really down bottom at Legoland, you know, feeling a little sad, you know, daddy can't ride the rides with the kids, you know, can't be walking. And, and at the same time, I'm like, fuck, you know, like this, at this, like the finances is not there because daddy's on the crutches, you know, I can't make my sales, you know? And at the time I decided to close up shop, you know, take a little break. And when you take that break, you know, of course pockets is hurting. I'm here at Legoland with the, you know, and then I'm like, I gotta think of some, you know, I gotta, I gotta get back out there, like, cause in fuck, you know, who's gonna, who's gonna provide for these, you know, the kids, you know what I mean? I'm at that, I'm at that point, like, you know, it's like every, every dollar counts, like, man, you know, like, I guess that's the whole entrepreneur, you know, doing the whole, you know, credit card here, credit card there, just to make ends meet, to supply the business and supply, you know. The family, and I, I told myself, man, at Legoland, like, James, you got to pick it up, bro. You got to, you know what? So before we left San Diego to go back to SFO in Cal- uh, San Francisco, you know, I, I threw it on Instagram, like, hey, I'm back. You know, let me know I'm ready. And at the same point, you know, at the same time, I, I came up with the new uh, chocolate eclair uh AKA the Drizzy Drip. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the chocolate eclair. It's a little French cuisine ish, I guess, so to speak. I fucking love but, uh, chocolate eclairs big time. Fucking it, love them. It, but I love donuts. It, it's like my bad. Like, I stay away from them because they're bad for me, but I fucking love those things. Uh, it's like, uh, a, I, I like them as a dessert. They're not a breakfast food to me for whatever, even eclairs. But yes, go on. So, how'd you come up with this? Oh, uh, man. The wife came up with the, uh, she's the brains. You know, she came up the whole with the whole recipe. She's like, you know, we need to change it a little bit because there's been a little demand on it. And then it's crazy because me fucking up the cookie, um, I started panicking because uh, the, the way the cookie, uh, it just has like this, this drip, like this explosion to it where the eclair is like what the hell did I just do and I thought I fucked up but then you know I called the wife one time and I was like honey honey and she's like hey send, send me a picture and then she was like and she was like you gotta and I'm like you gotta do what alright did it and then bada bing bada boom 
And I'm just like, you know what? We got to call this right here the chocolate eclair, a.k.a. the drizzy drip. Because the way it drips, like, oh, man. And then we're trying to test it out if it tastes uh, preferably cold, like, you know, throwing it in the fridge, a little cool temperature or, you know, having it warm. But, yeah, that's that's the new uh, cookie that we thought about when I was feeling that rock bottom. I thought about, you know, I got to hit something different. I got to do something different, and then, uh, and then it's just, yeah, the key at rock bottom, I've learned, is you got to hit the gas, it's a messy hitting the gas, like, you're all over the road, you're, like, you're, like, for lack of a better term, your, your rear end's, like, skidding all over the place, you're fishtailing, it's a freaking crazy thing, and you're doing donuts unintentionally, (laughs) like, literally, if you were driving a car, but you got to hit the gas, it's the craziest thing, and you got to get creative, I think, that's what you're talking about right here. So you got to create more cookies, man. You got to start mm-hmm. like you got to go to Samaj's 2.0. <laughs> OMG, you just 2.0. That just reminded me of my 5.0 that I used to drive back yes, in high school. I love the. I'm a Mustang uh, man myself. I love fucking Fords. So. Uh, yeah, Justin, I, in high school, I had a, a little drop-top, 93, 5.0. That fucker had a little roll cage, like a fucking bar where <laughs> yeah. one one person in the back. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, that shit was fucking automatic. But, uh, yeah, that shit was my little car back in high school. Um, and that just reminded me of the, the, the cookie that I had came up not too long ago. Uh, man, I don't even know if I... I didn't even get the permission from the homie, but I did get kind of permission of the homie. Uh, uh, if y'all know if you guys know uh, the uh, Chongster, uh, he's out here in uh, from Oakland, California. He uh, he is a creator of the sneeze dance. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the sneeze dance. Um, Justin, are you familiar with the sneeze? No, I am not familiar. No, uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. I have to be honest with um, everyone in the audience. I've never heard of the sneeze dance. Uh, what is that one game, Fortnite? Are you familiar with the Fortnite game? That I'm familiar. Song? I've never played it, actually. Okay, but I'm well, familiar. yeah. Uh, that, that, uh, his, the Smeeze was a debut off of that game. Cool. They threw it in the, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty famous guy. But uh, he reached out Sh- to me to do Shmeez. a little... Smeeze. I like the name. Oh, man. Yes. It reminds uh, me of, like, Shmeez. Gonzo or something, or Cookie Monster. <laughs> But uh, yes, uh, big out shout out to the homie Chongster, the creator of the Smeeze, where he came out to, uh, he reached out and uh, he said, like, "Hey, bro, you want to do a little collabo?" I was like, "Yeah, what you, what you got to have, what you got uh, in mind, bro?" Uh, he was like, "Hey, can you make a cookie named after me?" And I was like, "Sure, what you want it to be?" He was like, "Name it the Smeeze Doodle," and I'm like, "Bro, that I love that like, name." Yeah, and I'm like, the bro, doodle. that is the Smeeze Doodle. That's genius. And I was like, oh, man, it's yours. But I'm like, but we got to create a, a one signature that's catered to you. Because I already got the Snickerdoodle, uh, which is, you know, one of my, that's my personal favorite. For those who don't know what a Snickerdoodle is, it's uh, basically uh, just like a, a cinnamon cookie. If you ever had a churro, it tastes like a churro, a little cinnamon cookie. But, uh, yeah, I told the Chongster, I was like, bro, uh, let me hit it different just for you. Yeah, I remember when you sent me those. I snacked the whole pack. Like, the first, I tasted part of one, and then all three were gone in, like, 
I don't know, like not even a minute. They're like, nom, 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 nom. I was Cookie Monster. Uh -huh. Crumbs flying everywhere. I was in Nashville, actually. I'll never forget it because I took your cookies around to everyone I knew, like all the musicians and and everyone, and, and getting and giving away the cookies because I'm like, you guys gotta fucking try this shit. It's fucking amazing. It is. Mm -hmm. Your cookies are the best I've ever had. And I'm oh, not just shit. blowing smoke up your ass. Like seriously, I don't say that about m most things. But you're the bet. They're the best cookies I've ever had. Justin, thank you so much. AKA the Godfather. Oh man, Justin, thank you, thank you, big bro, thank you. Um, yeah, uh, I was gonna say that now that we put it out there, the Smeeze Doodle. Uh, apparently, not too long ago, the whole uh, he had a little uh post on his instagram saying that uh some ai have put out there that artificial techno uh, intelligence was uh they put out a little trademark so if, if you have uh content you know where you're selling shit that uses the word sneeze you got to give them some kind of heads up a 72 hour prior notice like or starting right now and i'm like damn and i'm like and I really haven't reached out to the homie Trunkster, bro. Can you still can you ride off the Smeeze Doodle one time? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know, cause I felt you know, I don't know, you know, like me being the you know, not the whole still new to the whole business game. Like, I don't know how the whole trademark thing works. Like, uh, I don't know, but yeah, the Smeeze Doodle, like that's the one right there. Just smell it uh, slightly differently, like sneeze or something, and you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seriously, just get uh, around it. You, that's what it is. You got to pivot a little bit, man. You got to get creative, and people know what it means. Just make you, you know, everyone creates different words, right? You know, mm -hmm. so it's like we could compel cookies with a Z at the end. It's still we still understand it as cookies, but it's trademarkable once it has a Z at the end under that's something cool. else. So, you yeah, know. I I could dig it right on. You could on, dig Justin. it. Maybe it has a dollar sign in there for the for the yeah. S, like your hey. name. Hey, let's go. There you go. But yeah, big up Chonkster, though. Appreciate you, homie. So what other cookie, I mean, let's go back. I know we talked about them in the other episodes. Let's go through all the cookies you produce, the names, what kind of cookies they are, how they got their names. Let's dive deep into this because we're really trying to get Samaj's 2.0 launched here, and you added this, like, area where i i get it when you hit like your foot breaks you're like oh why why is this happening to me but it's really happening for you so you come out of it stronger than you went in and you build this business bigger than it was before so let's start doing that right now let's talk about the cookies you're back in the game talk to me uh, about all the cookies you guys do man uh like you said justin before the fish tailing you know driving that car you know you're gassing it you're going you're, you're going full throttle and I felt like before my injury, uh, I was on that gas, pushing it. Um, the last time we spoke was, I believe, in February. Uh, after that, uh, I don't know if you follow NBA, but the Golden State Warriors, let's go Warriors, uh, they, they were uh, playing the Sacramento Kings for the playoffs, uh, NBA playoffs. And uh, I got a, a famous cousin, uh, what up, cuz? Phil Tyag. Uh, he, uh, he's from Sacramento, uh, California. He's a big Kings fan. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Jabberwockies, uh, the dance, the be America's Best Dance Crew. Uh, he was a pioneer from them. But now he, uh, 
He uh, did a, a, a several uh, music videos for uh, Bruno Mars. Uh, speaking of Bruno Mars, a performance at the infamous Levi's Stadium at the Super Bowl. The Cuzzo was there repping, you know, with the bucket hat, doing his thing. Much love, cuz. Uh, yeah, he was like, he reached out to me. He was like, hey, cuz, we got to, can you make a little cookie? the whole playoffs like let's 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 do some and i'm like oh yeah let's go because you know the golden state warriors and the kings is a little rivalry you know what i mean like so i told phil i was like hey let's hit the ube with the lecha flan um i don't know how to explain it, but i guess you could say it's like a little egg custard kind of thing or, uh justin you're familiar with the lecha flan lecha flan I love flan. Yeah. I love leche, like which is just milk anyway. But yes, yeah. it's it's. I love flan. I love milk. I love the combination. But yeah, I love it. And anyone in the audience, you need to look it up or just go find Samaj's cookies. Uh, they'll they'll help you with that. Yes, and, and uh, the flan it pairs nicely with the uh, ube, the purple taro. And I told as I told cuz I was like, hey, let's. Uh, you know what? Because uh. Because of Phil, a.k.a. Swag Boy, that's his alias right there. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at Swag Pit. But uh, I was like, you know what? Let me, let me hit it. Uh, I got this new cookie. It's the, uh, the Ube with Let Your Flan. I'm going to name it, a.k.a. The Purple Swag. Because, you know, purple is a color for the kings. And um, the infamous Cuzzo, you know what I mean? I'm so proud of this dude. Man, ever since he was eight years old, when we were little youngins, watching new kids on the block, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson. I'm like, this boy could move. Phil, let's go, because love you, man. I love this. Yeah. Um, I'm going to keep asking you about your new cookies and more of the cookies we talked about before, but are you a fan of, of Stefan Curry, obviously? Oh, oh yes, yes, the... The most awesomest guy, the GOAT. Uh, he's our GOAT for sure. For our right now, like, yeah, he is the GOAT. He is the GOAT. Yeah. I mean, if, if you guys, if anyone's listening and you, any, you, everyone needs to watch the documentary on Apple about him. Ooh. Holy crap. Um, I it, haven't seen a documentary, but I've seen the, the golf game not too long ago in Lake Tahoe, but go ahead. Yeah, this is a documentary that he did uh, right after they won the fourth championship. And in 2022, not too long ago, but it's just, he's an underdog. He's been an underdog the whole life. He was too skinny. He was too small. He didn't shoot right. He didn't do this right. He just every time the knockdown and then he finally gets to the NBA and he's riddled with a bunch of injuries and to see that, I mean, he's an all time three point shooter. I, and his brother also plays in the NBA. So we're talking quite a family here. And his dad was an NBA player and his mom was a collegiate volleyball player even with all of that background, all of those people backing him, they're like, ah, you're too small. You're too skinny, dude. You're too skinny. How are you ever going to hold your own in the NBA? <laughs> Look at that dude. Three-point champion of all time. Most three points of all time so far in the NBA. Beat Ray Allen's record, right? So it's kind of one of the craziest things ever, right? Like to see someone who was so underrated. I think that's the name of the documentary actually is underrated. Underrated. Okay. And um I, I can't remember exactly, but I just watched it the other night. Blew me away. And I'm a huge fan of him. I'm a huge fan of him. For him to do what he did, come out of Davidson College, no name college in the Southern Conference, uh in North Carolina, like and do what he did 
uh, become a player, go for, at the time, like probably one of the worst teams in the NBA. No offense, but the Golden State Warriors were not doing well. And um, and then to bring them to what they are today, I mean, it's his leadership, it's his guidance, it's his ability to do that. And he took Davis into the NCAA tournament twice, you know, in his time there. So that's just telling you what kind of individual. And even after all those successes, he's still, even after winning an NBA championship, the next day he's a normal dude again. He's got to start all over again. He's not a winner anymore. He's got to, he really has that mindset where I, just because I won today doesn't mean I'm going to win tomorrow. Life is always going to get me down. You know, he's got ankle issues and wears braces on both ankles a lot of the time. And he's still fighting through it. And he finally just completed his college degree. You know, so there's that whole thing, like after leaving college early to go into the NBA. So like life is a struggle. And what you're going through, I think, with your foot is probably a good time for you to watch that documentary, James. You need to get mm-hmm. on top of that, dude. You need to see what your your role models are doing because shit, it got my ass moving. You know, and I'm already always hitting the gas, but it really made me like, okay, you've got to hit the gas even more. This is your time. This is our time right now. We only get one shot at this, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, talk to me about the cookies again. Did I lose you, James? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm here. I'm here. I'm just, I know, cause I was just thinking, uh, yeah, in regards to Steph Curry, cause a uh, young lady at, at my local, uh, uh, my bowling uh, alley, the uh, junior coordinator, she was telling me about it, and I had no idea. Like, what? There's a Chef Curry documentary on Apple TV. But yeah, that's crazy, that guy. But uh, with the cookies, that's that's another thing too. The bowling alley, uh, that's another area where I sell my cookies. You know, with the uh, the com- the bowling community, and you know, and it's like I got this split. They're sending with the crutches. The, the gas time is, is is completely put on, you know, on break. Well, not completely at, at the time, but me feeling shitty below. I was like, no, nah, I got to turn it back on. Like, yeah, but uh, the cookies, uh, my, what, the places that I interact with people, you know, that's where, you know, I, where I put myself out there, whether it be the bowling alley, whether it be at the gym, whether it be at my local Starbucks, where people are noticing me at uh, my local uh, shopping center, they're like, oh, that's that guy. You know, that's that. That's the guy, the cookie guy. You know, is 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 different with the foot. You know, it, it's it's affected the the whole process, the whole freaking project. But it's like the yeah, um, like I said, going towards uh, putting my foot on the gas. You know, where, where I felt like the ball was rolling hard. I was. Uh, I took this class. Big out, big ups to the Cake Mamas. That's that on Insta, Instagram. The Cake Mamas. Uh, Miss Janelle Copeland and her husband Eddie Copeland. It's like a business class. She's a. Uh, I guess she blew up from the uh, from the Food Network. The Cake Mamas. But you know, she teaches a class out there. She puts knowledge out there where you know, you have a meeting every once a week. Oh man, it was an experience, and I learned a lot. You know. And, and, and then I felt like with all this content that I'm, all this knowledge that I'm going to do, oh, I, it's go time, you know? And it, so I'm like putting all these ideas with the class that I'm taking, you know, you know, you know, okay, f- taking all this knowledge, you know, all this, like, wow, I didn't know I, I could do this or do that. You know what I mean? Like, shit. And then when the ball was rolling, I got the homie, Mr. Kevin Ishikawa, uh, the buddy that I know since sixth grade, the owner of a, uh, 
San Francisco Meat Company. He just recently opened up his butcher shop in San Francisco. Big up to the homie Kevin Nishikawa. Let's go. Um, yeah, San Francisco Meat Company. He had his little grand opening over there, and he hit me up. He was like, "Hey, let's have your cookies. You know, bring it to the, uh, the butcher shop for our little grand opening." And I'm like, "Yeah, Let, what? Let's." And I'm like, "It was like one of the happiest days of my life." I went down there, driving through the city of San Francisco, just smiling in my '91 Honda Accord, driving the stick, feeling like it was a Ferrari. And I'm like, "Man, just really feeling myself. Like, damn." You know, like it's so. You know, we set up shop. And, you know, had the the new uh, that uh, like uh, like who wow, who's this butcher shop? You know, like the the, the usual uh, community people there in the neighborhood. They want to check it out. You know, and then they got Samaj's cookies there. You know, and then I had my little you know samples of the uh, cookies and cream, aka Moonwalkers. That's another one where every time I present people with my Moonwalkers, I. Bust a little moonwalk right in front of their face, and I can't do that with a fucking foot. You know what I mean? I could do a little knee walker with the knee walker, but not no moonwalker. But yeah, you know, like just it was, it was the ball was rolling. Uh, my football was on the gas, you know, where I had my buddy. You know, we had a little, he threw me with the business proposals that, hey, let's, let's, let's make it happen where, you know, you come through, make a little drop off, make it consistent. You know, I want your cookies here at the shop. And then all of a sudden, my fuck, I jumped up and my foot breaks. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I done took these classes. You know, I want to put it into use. You know, like, I'm, I got this little game plan that I want to do. You know, I got the, the business proposal with the homie. But, you know, we got peanut and then boom, the foot. Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, it's God testing you to see how bad you want it. He's like, I'm <clears> giving <throat> this to you. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it, James? Yeah. See, that's that's exactly what the wife is always telling me as well. Like, you know, at the, when I was hitting the rock bunch, like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, do something, you know? Like, and I'm not going to lie, you know, the, the procrastinations there with the whole hitting rock bottom. Like, and I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? Like, even though I, if I weren't to even break this foot, I feel like shit would still be on. Like, you're, you're still hasn't, this hasn't been done yet, bro. And I'm like, in my head, like, dude, now you got your broken foot. Now you're just realizing it. Like, it's, it's, it's God is testing me. You are correct, Justin. God is testing me. But yeah, and then, and, you know, with you coming through with the, the, the whole the, the, the whole podcast of Justin Bizarro, Entrepreneur Foodie, oh my God, you know, the Godfather. You know what I mean? It's just, man, it's, it's, it's crazy how shit happens. And then you telling me all these bones you broke, and then you said 13 when you broke the foot, right? I broke my leg at 13. Yeah, the oh, leg like, was like, devastating. Leg. Yeah, no, my horse. It was my own horse. Like on my, I grew up on a horse farm. My horse broke my leg. He actually just passed away. It's on my Instagram. He was 39 oh. years old when he passed away. Um, and uh, he was born in 1984. But that horse, literally, when I was 13, and he was like, I don't know, whatever the age difference is there, nine ish, somewhere around there, eight, nine, broke my leg. And so, um, you know, he still my was still my horse at the end and shared him with my aunt and stuff in the end because I didn't have time to always take care of him and she enjoyed him a lot. But, yeah, like broken bones, gro- getting thrown off horses, playing soccer. It's just, I, you know, and it's how the old adage goes. You get thrown off a horse, get the right fuck back on. Not only, mm-hmm. not for the horse, for you. 
the horse is mm-hmm. going to throw you off again, probably. But you, you need to learn that you can get back on every time he throws you off. And it's a life lesson. I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. If I didn't, like, that's one of the best lessons I've ever learned in life is get thrown off a horse, get the fuck right back on. Don't let, like, show him who's boss, number one, that that's not going to scare you. But number two, you got to show yourself who's boss. Because if mm-hmm. you don't, you know, um, Peterson does a great job of this and he talks about the lobsters you know when a lobster loses a fight he starts shrugging his shoulder and he gets smaller and then he loses another one and he gets smaller you got to get back up and win fights man you got to be the king lobster you Mm -hmm. know you got to be the lobster of your life you got to put your shoulders back you got to face um you got to face challenges and look at them as opportunities to grow that even if you're failing you're winning you know Mm -hmm. even if life kicks you down you're winning and it's hard for me to see that because i've been at fucking rock bottom the last year like you know almost jumping off of a bridge rock bottom you know for real not joking that's not pun intended or laughter that's really on the edge of a bridge in nashville ready to fucking jump off that motherfucker because it just my whole world collapsed all my friends people i thought were loyal to me all that stuff my relationships the person i thought i was going to spend the rest of my life with everyone just turned their back on me because i lost my purpose you know i Mm -hmm. lost my identity and um i didn't know what to do and i was trying to figure out who i was and what i'm trying to do with my life and you know everything was really hard and covid didn't help because everyone turns extremely selfish during covid because we were all dealing with the same problem we lost our support systems but one of the things i've learned is now that i'm back better than ever i'm the newest version of myself i'm truly who i am now i i know exactly who i am i know exactly what i want for my life i know exactly how to align my plan to god's plan i've always done a great job of that but i lost it for a while we lose it when life kicks us down just like you have we get in our own heads we lose that feeling in our gut especially as men that to move forward we don't know how to do it uh we feel old we feel broken we feel all these things we feel used we feel unappreciated we feel like why is god doing this to me when he's really doing it for us he's putting us in a position to see how fucking bad we want it how bad am i going to climb out of that fucking hole justin how much of life are you going to take it now i have a better friend group than ever this podcast like redoing this podcast since that rock bottom like starting again really hitting the gas in december best thing that ever happened to me i just kept going i'm like fuck it i'm going to record an episode today and anyone goes back they can look through december through february for two months we released an episode every day every fucking day we released an episode on here now we do every other day because it's more manageable because there are too many questions too many things too much time it's a little more manageable but we did do one every single day it was crazy amount of time we were spending on how many days we would spend like recording four or five episodes to get ahead just to make sure we wouldn't fall short or hit the not hit the mark but it's you too dude you need to keep creating more cookies you need to keep putting them out there you need to you know let everyone know you fucking fell dude you you Mm -hmm. fell you hit bottom you fucked up and now you need to do it and you need to know that the world is watching you and now it's showtime even more because guess what there's nothing more inspiring than a motherfucker who who gets back up gets back up because most people don't know how most people need someone like you to inspire them to do what they can't which is get back up and they need to see you do it so they believe they can do it too seriously you got how many fans out there on those cookies man like seriously you got like fucking fandom going out there like there's a samaj fan cookie club and like like i'm serious and you have the best cookies in the world you just need to now prove it to yourself prove that you're right to yourself no one else to you 
you know, and your relationship with God. God's like, I gave this to you. Now, what are you going to do with it? You know, I love you, dude, but do you love yourself? Yeah. Right? That's that's the whole inner demon right there. Yeah, it All is right. the fucking inner demons. I got lots of them. Believe me, I conquer yeah. one, and then another one comes along bigger than the last one. And so, motherfucker, like, I'm like Batman. I swear to God, there's like that darkness <laughs> and family drama and tr- trauma. Oh. And, like, you know, I, I have the alter ego that just goes kicks ass at night. And, you know, but, you know. And your superpowers are there. We can create them or they're given to us, but we, um, you know, both happen. But either way, we got to do something with them. You have a superpower. You have a superpower. You're an amazing entrepreneur. You have the gift of talking to people. You have the gift of inspiring people. And you have the gift of fucking cookies, you and your wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's holy shit, dude. Like, what the fuck was that? Nom, 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 nom. I mean, I literally, I'm not kidding you. I gave a pack of your cookies a bunch of your cookies to musicians that were on stage. They were in the middle of playing and the drummer snacked one cookie and he stopped playing the the beat. Everyone was looking at him because he ate all three cookies I gave him in an instant because he couldn't stop eating the cookies and he was in the middle of a song. And he just wanted to snack a piece of one just because he was hungry and then he couldn't stop. He ate the whole bag. He stopped playing the drums. Oh my True God. story. Drew Melcher, you're out there. Love you, bro. <laughs> Oh, uh, Justin, bro, it's it's this. Thank you so much, dude. It's man, it's gonna make me cry for a minute. I mean, ah, huh, it's yeah. If it were easy, everyone dude. would do it, dude. That's yeah, the thing, it's, right? It's what yeah. starts separating the men from the boys. It's what starts separating the alphas from the betas. You know. I mean, I'm, I I appreciate you so much, Justin. I mean, because. This whole entrepreneur thing, it gets lonely sometimes. Fucking you know what I mean? lonely. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's like, but then I can so relate. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when I thought I was making it, we were opening two new kitchens. Food Service Partners was bigger than ever. Like, couldn't have it a better way. Then our own, my own management team, own supervisor team swiftly kicks me in the balls. You know, they turn on us because they want to stay at home. They didn't want to go back to work because of COVID. They wanted mm-hmm. their cushy lives. They wanted to keep wasting company money and overexpensing their expense accounts and doing all this crazy shit and still not going on trips and not going to the kitchens when they were the management team. They were supposed to be leading and inspiring the rest of the team who's there on the front lines, going in, in the food, in the hospitals and facing COVID. You know, going into the facilities facing COVID, they didn't always, eventually we didn't have to go in the hospitals anymore and the hospitals took care of that shit. But like the nurses, but at first, you know, our employees were helping do that stuff because like we were not only producing the food, we were delivering it to the patients, which is usually a nurse does. Okay, so it's like the craziest thing, especially when you're a subcontractor. But like my management team, like the people that have been loyal to me, quote unquote, for like t- some of them, 20 years and a 24 year business like just turned came after me wanted to drag me down wanted to kick me down wanted to run the company instead of me you know so they they rallied they bullied they used rumors they said negative things and they fucking bankrupted a good set of companies not all of them you know we still sold a bunch and we did very well in our career but they literally drug it drug it to the ground as we were selling it and, you know, there were a couple we had to bankrupt. 
in the end. They didn't match or fit anymore, and they had no value because these individuals drug them to the ground. Instead of helping them be successful, they wanted to be right, and they wanted to run things, and they got greedy, even though they made lots and lots of money. Millions of dollars they made over 20 years. Millions. But I gave them too much. That's the thing you'll learn as an entrepreneur. You got to keep people uncomfortable. And that's not saying people are always like, why don't you share more of the profits? Why don't you do things? Because people need to grow. You can't rob people of the lesson by sharing too much money. You give them money they haven't earned like the entrepreneur does through the struggle. What you're going through right now, then they take it for granted. They become privileged. They become entitled. They become really, really bad for you. Okay. And, and, and they will come after you, you know. They will declare themselves oh. dictator, even though they they claim they're supporting the thing. So, you know, these are life lessons that you're learning right now at, with your injury, and uh, it's humbling you. So you so you know that this is a privilege. You've been given a gift, dude. How are you going to deal with it? You know, and when you got to pivot in your business, how are you going to do it? And that's what I've learned. When life kicked me down, has it continued to kick me down? You know, 25 years later from 98 when I started the business with my father and Bob Dunn and business partners in my family's basement. And even before that, I had fruit stands and lawn mowing businesses and, you know, selling candy and, you know, all sorts of stuff. Soda. I figured out any way to hustle to make money. I loved being an entrepreneur. You know, real estate now and, and media and IT and all the business I'm in, logistics and rebuilding and with freedom foods and better with bacon fat studios and courageously unique investments and justin ryan and companies now foodtopia the tv show we're working on and filming this week in nashville as we're recording this you know it's all of that came out of me getting swiftly kicked in the balls and dropping to my knees it literally humbled me in ways i couldn't imagine here's the crazy part and i i will say this to the audience here's someone we made hundreds, we sold, made, sold, however you want to look at, hundreds of millions of dollars in food every year, okay, by the, the way we did it, okay? You know that New York City alone, okay, had volumes upon volumes of food and, and employees that we ran through there. Like I said, almost $100 million by themselves, okay, and the volume of food and the number of employees they have and the bottom line that they have or the, should I say, the the income statement or the revenue sheet that's related to just doing hospital food and long-term care food in the city of New York alone. And like, next thing you know, I have nothing. I don't know what to do with my life. How am I going to rebuild all the companies? We sold them over seven years and the ones that were left, I had managers and executives that turned and wanted to take them over and fucking ruin the businesses. I should have fired them, but I was too loyal to them because I thought they were loyal to me after 17 to 20 years, a lot of them. You know, in a 24-year business, that's a long time. But I, oh, I gave them too much privilege. I gave them too much entitlement. I gave them too much power and say in our business. So you know what? I'm never fucking doing that again. And so that's what this is, man. I, I like, I don't say this to often, but literally, I was so lost. I DoorDash just to stay busy because I didn't know what to do with my time. And I drove my, my fiance at the time fucking nuts by having nothing to do. I was a high-functioning entrepreneur with no businesses to really latch onto other than the real estate we were involved in and the podcasts. So I launched onto the real estate. I launched, lat, latched, latched onto the podcast, launched onto the real estate and tried to make that work. You know, And she latched on the real estate and tried to make that work. 
and you know the podcast grew into what it is but in the meantime i door dashed i went i'm like i got to learn you know rock bottom is about gaining new skill sets that's what i've learned so i was like fuck it i'm gonna learn how to make pizza i'm gonna learn how to make donuts i'm gonna learn um, i wasn't the food game i was in we were in fried chicken and burgers and ribs and we were in hospital meals made from scratch you know we made everything That's from fun. scratch and we didn't do a lot of baking so we bring in and we bake muffins and cake uh, and stuff but we bring in pre-made cakes and pre-made breads because we weren't a bakery and bakery's hard because of altitude proofing different changes in humidity it varies so it's hard to keep consistent you know with a recipe you've got to adjust a lot i've learned that now but i went back in the game and i did it you know i worked in mm-hmm. i worked as a bouncer for a little bit getting paid cash just because I wanted to learn how the nightlife and the night industry businesses worked in food. Like, really, get in and working. I started at the fucking bottom, dude. Like, literally $13 a fucking hour. And guess what? You know, I wasn't worried about the money, obviously. It wasn't about that. You know, it was about humbling myself, learning, and learning what it was like to be with everyone else. Because I started off as an entrepreneur. I started off as, quote-unquote, a boss. You know, so... I had to go back and learn what it was like to be a worker, what it was like for everyone else and sort of appreciate their place in life, you know, and God did that for me. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to go work yet. I don't know what kind of business I want to start. I know I'm going to do the podcast, but I need to stack skills. That's you, dude. You need to stack some more skills. What is it? You have time on your hands because of your foot. What is it that you could be doing? How many recipes could you create? Fucking brownies, dude. You could be doing brownies. I have a feeling that you would dominate brownies. Hands down, dominate the shit out of them. Just saying. Not to get off the cookies, that's your main business, but I bet you could make a fucking mean-ass brownie. That's funny because for those who don't know, uh, I used to work at Mrs. Fields uh, in high school, and they had brownies, and I remember the buddies, the the homies would come through, and I'd always hook them up with a brownie because that was the most expensive thing on the menu <laughs> but yes brownies oh man so i'm mm. that's my motivational speech for you for today yeah. personally and i gave it to everyone on the show but that's real dude um Je- jesse you're so inspirational bro with the whole like you know going through the whole rock bottom thing and speaking of what you you know and i can relate and it's it's uplifting like i don't know what because uh, the the here in Pacifica it's super foggy, but man, you showing light for sure. Yeah, I even I entertained you. working at Chick Fil A because everyone said they were the best in the business. I did my freaking orientation, and I realized they're the one of the worst organizations in terms of efficiency, spending money wisely, and saving the environment on the planet. They still use styrofoam cups, oh, you know. Shit. Go into the yeah. store, see how many people are running around there to run their operation. Go to McDonald's, they have five people running an operation that does just as much revenue as Chick-fil-A most of the time. I know everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, Chick-fil-A makes more money. Eh, but they have way more overhead. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't, and I tr- truly believe it's a trend, okay? And everyone's always mad at me when I say this. But I'm like, it's not great food. They're killing the environment. Uh, they waste half a potato with a waffle fry. And their fries are always soggy. So, And I'm not bashing them. I'm just being honest. Like I went Uh out and I figured out what was working and what didn't. What were fast food places doing well? Why 
were the ones successful? What are the ones that do things well? McDonald's just recreates itself. Happy birthday, Grimace. Grimace shakes. Like, that shit was fucking great idea. Big Mac sauce to dip your McNuggets in limited time. Great fucking idea. You have that. You need to come up with things that's like, okay, limited time, snickerdoodle brownie. You know, limited time, that stuff, you know, like, oh, while while I'm out on my foot, you know, while I'm broken, you know, the broken brownie, it's literally a black brownie with a crack in it, you know, and white icing or something, you know, Um, you know, or even making fun of yourself in the skeleton. Maybe it's a skeleton Uh, cookie, you know, whatever it is, the 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 broken foot. And, you know, it's like a, a different flavor that represents something that you've come to enjoy during your broken foot time. But it's got to be part of your story, dude. Whatever uh, your story mention- is, is God's giving you something. How bad do you want this? But number two, everything that's happening to you right now is for your business. It's for your family. It's for you personally. Dude. You just got to capture that lightning in a bottle. Right? This is the uh, time uh, God's uh, carrying you, right? And, and at the same time, uh, uh, karma... Do you believe in karma, Justin? I do, big time. Yeah, yeah. Karma is a B I T C H. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, did did I mention about the whole uh, foot breaking with the tattoo on the top of my foot? Yeah, how you have the tattoo of the broken uh, skeleton. Yeah, the the that bone anatomy has got the same crack on that foot. Uh, on the X-ray, resembles the same crack on my tattoo. But yeah, I actually thought about making like a cookie shaped as a foot or some shit, but. In regards to the whole karma thing, uh, Kevin Ishikawa, the owner of Service Discovery Company, I apologize. But man, we, when we were little, uh, the, uh, long story short, uh, the homie broke his foot at middle school going for a slam dunk at some, oh, uh, the Pumpkin Festival in Half Moon Bay, the infamous Pumpkin Festival. They had like a little kiosk we could go for a slam dunk. And if you guys are familiar with the Half Moon Bay area, it's a highway one. There's only one way in and one way out. And the homie couldn't walk. He fucked up his foot and he caught the ambulance back. But uh, long story <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, uh, God, that's like a walk of shame in and of itself. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, bro, get up, man. Like, what the hell? But yeah, anywho, long story short, yeah, he ended up breaking his foot. Or I, I believe it was his toe as well. Same shit that happened to me. And I remember, you know, uh, when we're younger, we do bad things when we're kids. Like me, oh, man, the buddy Jason Cassaba, R.I.P., I was, I was us three, the homie he had passed uh, many, many years ago. He had uh, suicide and he was depressed. But anywho, that's the that's homie. Yeah. But us three, he, uh, uh, at my house, you know, we used to hang out. And then Kevin would have his little cast on his foot. And he used to take his crutches and he used to hit his foot. And then got to the point, you know, like he was getting frustrated and started crying. And karma is a bitch look at me now and i'm just like damn and but my buddy you know what i mean so my best friend i was saying you know what i mean like gave me the opportunity to hey let's do business man i want you to you know i'm very thankful for having kevin in my life you know what i mean um, with him a successful business going on at san francisco me company to tell me you know hey you know still be my friend even i mean shit you know and that's one thing i, I mean you know, just you got to. You need a maple baking cookie for him so he can sell it at his meat and, shop. See, and that's the thing. He, oh, we got all these ideas. He was like, hey, bro, 
can you do like a little cookie with, uh, uh, with a wagyu fat or something? I'm like wagyu. Fat? I'm like what? Yeah. And then that's and then I'm and then I'm like I mean I see his competitors, and I'm like that's where he got it from. So that's another that's all up in the mix. You know what I mean? But then that and then the foot comes. So yeah, it's just the bouncing back. Like I have all these ideas. I wanna I wanna do this. I wanna do that. But fuck, Justin, you. You're done. Revved it up again, bro. You got me started the engine. Because I've had a ridiculous maple bacon cookie. I've had a pe- pecan bacon cookie that was really good. I've uh-huh. had um, a bacon fat. It was like bacon fat and orange marmalade cookie. It was out of this world. I don't even know how to describe oh, it. It was salty shit. and sweet. I recently was in Pennsylvania. I had literally a cheesecake uh, cookie, and it was all salty but it was so fucking good like it, we always Ooh. think of cookies as sweet which of course but this was like a perfect matchup like you could get salty and sweet and it was like they had an ice cream cookie it was like a napolitan cookie it was like strawberry vanilla and chocolate swirl with Ooh. this um because italians and and we love that shit and then they had <laughs> this cheese steak cookie like it had cheese in it and beef fat and it was like a cheesesteak it tasted like it and had onion in it so it was a little bit sweet the sweet onion and oh my gosh it was out of this world and i didn't think so because i'm like cookies should be sweet that's why i'm like "Eh, i don't know about this it rocked dude rocked the fuck yep because i I mean on my menu i already have a the pumpkin spice cheesecake aka whoopi goldberg (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah, I named that because uh, it tastes just like a whoopie pie. I love that. And it's like, like, fuck, if I threw in some bacon in that, oh my goodness. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, all of that stuff. Anything, oh. like bacon is a great thing for desserts also. Like people don't realize that that saltiness to go with something sweet really, you want things, things are better when they hit different parts of our palate. If you can get sour, sweet, and salty, you're in business, dude. And then savory, forget about it. You hit all four of those, you're in business. And your tongue. Again, I'm going to say it for everyone. Sweet, savory, salty, spicy. You know? Ooh. That's the quad S. Yeah. And savory is a little bit different. Savory is like I'm drooling over the flavor, not the salt, you know? And then sweet is like I crave it, but then, you know, spicy, we know what spicy is. You know, I I really, I had a Thai ginger cookie, like a ginger cookie, but it was Thai based and had a little Thai flavoring it. That shit was ridiculous the other day. Like, I love trying that stuff, you know? So. I'm on 75 hard again now, so I'm not eating cookies. But, like, I did. I tried all that shit when I was, like, trying to figure shit out and discover what I wanted to do. And, like, brownies, dude. I had a bacon brownie the other day, uh, like, back before I started 75 hard again. And it was unbelievable. Like, anything with bacon in it, I eat it. I'm all for that. Bacon on my donuts. Like, you name it. Like, I love when there's that salty, sweet thing going on. But, you know, that's why people use donuts. They make donut burgers. You, Dude, you can make cookie burgers. You can figure out a good oh, cookie and your buddy in San Francisco meets you make cookie burgers, dude. Oh, shit. You know, I, there's nothing wrong with that. Cookie sandwiches, you know, for breakfast. You know, what goes well? What cookie works there? You know, there's no reason you can't. They put pancakes with eggs and, and, fu- and waffles, you know, at McDonald's, yep. McGriddles. 
so. God. Oh shit! And we're going to name him the Godfather. <laughs> yeah, you're. Oh, I. You need to go I, back I, to the lab, dude. I, like Doctor yeah, Dre, get just... back in that lab and start cooking up some shit. Damn, today was a good day. That's ice cube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of Doctor Dre, NWA, that they, they're all part of that group. They're all mixed we're... up. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's right. Hey. <laughs> Justin, uh, hip hop for sure, dude. The Instagram, you got the shoe game unlocked, bro. Oh yeah, I love right. Air Jordans. I'm like, okay. Yeah, a lot of people like watches and like, I don't know, jewelry and stuff, and maybe like, I used to like ties and nice suits and stuff, but I'm not in that game anymore. I'm like, uh, why do I want to do that? I don't need to do that anymore. I grew up like going to prep school. I grew up wearing suit and ties because of being in the city of New York all the time. And, oh, and dealing with Kaiser. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm t-shirt. I love jeans. I love seven jeans and I love Air Jordans, you know? So I have mm -hmm. lots of Air Jordans. I love Chucks too. I love Converse oh, like a damn. fucking motherfucker. Oh, like I love all of them. I have, oh. I have a pair of uh, Converse that have dinosaurs on them like we were kids. <laughs> fucking love those things. Like they're little kid shoes, but they're fucking Converse. I'm like, yep, got those baby. Love those it's things. Uh, I, I was like, damn, every, I loved dinosaurs too when I was little, but man, I used to like and love Chuck Taylors, but that was a fucking shoe I was wearing when I broke my foot. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, the ankle support in those, but those are so original. Yeah, there's no foot support and there's no ankle support, even though like yeah. I believe like soccer shoes have no real support, they're cleats, and my feet oh. always did better in soccer shoes than anything else. Um, the problem with Chuck Taylors is like they just don't have the arch support, and that's where people like hurt their foot. There needs to be a little more arch support in there uh, mm -hmm. because they're so flat, which is great. Like they're good shoes. You want to build your feet in that way, but the problem is, is sometimes you, as we get older, we need more arch support because our feet just get weak because we don't exercise our feet. We we yeah. do all this stuff, but we don't actually work on our feet. We'll lift muscles and do whatever, but we forget about the tiny little muscles that we have in our feet, in our hands, in our shoulders, in our body. You know, the little small twitch muscles that are so important, our toes. You know, it's like, work out your toes? Fuck yeah, I work out my toes. I squeeze my feet all the time, like fists with my toes. You know, that's important that you gain strength in your feet, especially as a soccer player. You know, or, or, or anyone uh -huh. who runs or anyone who does weightlifting. If you're in CrossFit, you need to strengthen your feet, strengthen your toes. Your grip on the floor really matters. You know, jump roping, that's a big one. Get that foot moving, get those toes moving, as you did. Mm -hmm. But that heavy jump rope, that thing's a, uh, I've whipped myself with that and, and tried double uh -huh. unders with that. Dude, I had bruising like I had been whipped. Like, there was no doubt I whipped myself, and I'm purposely doing it. Still will do it uh -huh. to this day. No matter how bad the jump ropes hurt, weighted or not, I will jump rope all the time and get whip marks. Mm -hmm. You know, so... Dude, I, I, I'm doing too much talking here. This is your show, but I felt like you needed to hear this stuff. I felt like God told me that you need to hear some of this shit today, dude. Oh, man. Amen. Like, share my experience. I need to give back for yeah. what I've been given, which is he helped me get up. He helped me crawl oh, out of the hole I was in. He helped me. There's a song by uh, Hannah Montana, a.k.a. Miley Cyrus, called The Climb. <laughs> and it's exactly that. No matter how many mountains there are, I try to move them. You know, no matter how many valleys there are, I try to climb out of it. I don't ha know how not to anymore. It's in my blood. It's who I am. Mm -hmm. It's who I've become. It's who I, you know, was modeled to me by my parents. 
no matter what, get back up. We all have human flaws. We all get fucked up. Life kicks us in the balls really hard. Drops us mm -hmm. to our knees. Why? So we can pray. You know? So we know who God is and, and realize what we're supposed to be doing. What's the purpose we're supposed to be filling for him and bringing him glory? Being his warrior. You know? And the money comes after that. Why? Because it's man-made. It's not God-made. The money comes when we do right by God. And the reward is the man-made thing. But it's not a good life. Good life is coming by aligning yourself with God and happiness and your family. And you need to inspire your kids right now. You know, show them what it's like to get back up and fucking dominate a business when you've been kicked in the keister. You know? Mm. That's what it's about. You know? Fuck. You should kind of have a cookie named that. Kicked in the balls <laughs> cookie and it's like fiery hot. <laughs> <laughs> up bring your mommy. milk bring your bring your milk <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should be called it's not got milk it's bring your milk bring oh, your shit. milk cookie oh Justin, aka so the kicked your ass cookie <laughs> you know seriously dude i'm i'm telling you you're a brilliant dude your cookies are out of this world like i am always thinking about ordering more or how i can get more or how i can help you grow your business because i'm just so amazed by what you're doing the love the support the family the flavor the hey. flavors out of this world you know what people want your cookies all the time let's go uh i'm gonna say justin yeah i'm i'm shipping just let me know uh man it, i mean people out there who don't know uh you can follow me on the Instagram at uh, Samaj's Cookies. That's S E M. Uh, that's James backwards, guys. Again, S E M A J S underscore Cookies. Samaj's Cookies. But uh, yeah, damn, Justin. It's only one of you, so bro. It's only one of you that's ever gonna uh, exist. You gotta go <laughs> get it, man. You gotta go make your impact and influence. No one else is gonna do it. And God put you here to to do that. That's our all of our purposes to grow the humans around it, us, even if they're our kids. It, I mean, the way we linked up, dude, it's crazy. I'm like, yeah, and I appreciate you so much, Justin. Yeah, I, tra so much. I tracked you down on Instagram because someone told me about your cookies <laughs> on a fucking airplane. I'm pretty oh, sure no. that's how it happened. I was on my way to California. Yep. Let's go. That's, yeah. That's it. Hey. Randomly, and I believe you work for United, uh, correct? Actually, no, actually, I mean, not United. I did security. Oh, security. Uh, SFO, 18 years. I knew years. something at SFO because I was on my way to SFO when someone told me about it. And I took, and I eventually I looked it up and I'm like, huh. And yeah, then, I might as well. then I was like, I waited a while. I went back to Nashville and I'm like, holy crap. Like, I need to chase this dude down because I saw what you were starting to really pick up momentum on Instagram. And like the flavors. And then we saw, I saw the moonwalk thing and I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. So there's that. <laughs> like the music for sure. Like the dude is just badass right uh the king of pop i think the weekend just surpassed him uh, on some record finally that he had held for like 40 years but oh, no um, shit. yeah some like tour record or something like that i can't remember what it was but either way um it's important dude. I, you have these I go ahead but back in the day i'm 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 about to cut you off i just want to say michael no, jackson no, cut me off all the time go ahead back <laughs> when in the he day, went what? to Michael Jackson, when he went to the concert, he had all these people crying and passing out. And I'm thinking, you know, does a weekend have that effect? No. No. Back in the day, huh? No. Yeah. Michael Jackson literally can make people faint. 
I yeah, don't even know how. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> I don't know. The dude, I mean, he'd do a spin move or a moonwalk, and next thing you know, like, there's, like, an audience. Like, you see everyone starting to yeah. drop to the ground. Yeah, and I'm like a little kid. I'm like, what the hell just happened? I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. This guy did that? But, yeah. If you go to a shit, fish concert, uh, it happens, except it's usually the amount of drugs that they're on that make them pass out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sugar. Yeah, yeah, I love fish, but it's just playing everyone, but it's truth. And um, so just, I know you probably need to go, James, but is there anything you want to talk about? Is there anything that I, I mean, I talked a lot during the show just because I felt like, God, you need to hear God and like you need to oh. learn from my experience and I needed to pay it forward from my own experience and give back to you uh, what I've been given and crawling out of rock bottom and uh, helping you get out of your valley. I mean, you're giving me that that path right there, Justin. Like, like you said, I'm, I'm, I admit it. You know, I gotta bring and build that relationship with God. You know, especially having these three kids of mine, two girls and a boy. You know, I mean, I tell the wife like, because I was raised, you know, in a Catholic home. But man, just the whole God thing, like finding with the inner demons, and then. You know, going through life, you know, I, shit, I just hit 40, and then me with the foot, I'm like, fuck, I'm really dwelling it, like, it's really hitting that rock bottom, and then trying to run this entrepreneur game, like, it, it, I took that leap of faith back in just, you know, October, it's almost a year now, and then the guidance that you're giving me, that's, that's, I feel like that's, that's, that's a walk of, it's a blessing from God, and Justin, that's why, I aka you the godfather, bro, man. I appreciate it. And I do mean it. Like, God has to be first, then your family, and then your business. When I put my business first before those two things, it's always cost me really, really badly. Cost me my family, cost me my businesses. You know, I, I lost faith at a little bit there for some stupid reason, even though I've been a faithful person my entire life. Like, it just, you have to believe. God will show up if, if you want him to, you know, and you need, when you seek him, and love him and know that he loves you. It's like a crazy thing. But also I will tell you this, you can't bring those demons in your business and your, de your business will only grow as far as your demons will let you do it. And that's why you're mm -hmm. going through it right now. That's what I've learned. Every time I've hit rock bottom, whether it was the financial crisis or COVID or, or nine 11 or the hurricane floods all of New York city. And we still delivered all the meals. Believe guys in 24 years, we never missed a single delivery to a single hospital ever. So even during COVID, every day we deliver it, make food today, go out tonight for lunch and dinner tomorrow and breakfast the following day, every single day, 24-7. Okay, never missed it, 24 years. And um, the reason that it is, is because you need that consistency in life. Life knocks you down so you can prove to yourself that you can still do it. Your employees need to see it. Your family needs to see it. Your kids need to see it. And even if they forget and they become entitled and privileged, they'll need it one day when they're down on their knees to know that you did it also. Because there's only a few of us who can actually, alphas, um, men, maybe even women, um, who are in the entrepreneur space, obviously not maybe women, but women. And um, But I say maybe even because it's um, it's hard for me to, to imagine that... Um, that there isn't a man in the household that's also demonstrating get, getting back up. It always The man is always the leadership in that role. The man is always the one who tends to get knocked down and have to get back up. Women tend to do a better job of managing life and not necessarily getting as knocked down. 
Although I don't want to stereotype, and I'm probably doing that. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say. I'm probably doing that, and I'm just going to fucking bite me in the ass. And everyone's going to be like, Justin, what are you doing? But I'm just like, <laughs> go ahead. I'm just picturing my wife just screaming at me, and then, and that's when you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we just hit bottom. <laughs> we get more depressed. I think we get yeah. more emotional about success and failure, and we don't realize how oh. successful our families are. Yeah, you know. that's, about, that's part of it. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Damn, <laughs> you're good, dude. You're fucking the man. Your cookies out of this world. Will you just quick, just run down the list of all the names of your cookies? You don't need to go in description, but I just want the audience to hear all the cookies that you have. Ah, uh, okay. We got the infamous cookies and cream, aka Moonwalkers, which is the brother sister cousin of the Moon Craters, which are the mint cookies and cream. You guys already heard. Oh, when Justin was talking about McDonald's the Grimace, I got a cookie named her, uh, named after the Grimace, which is a ube with white chocolate chip and coconut. And then for you uh, birthday cake people, uh, or should I say birthday, who's ever celebrating a birthday, uh, it's a crack day every day. That's the AKA birthday cake, AKA crack with a K. It's for those people, like, what the hell? But yeah, I got a crack cookie out there. Uh, for those who like, uh, the Smeeze, of course, the homie, the Chunkster, the infamous Smeeze dance. He's got the Smeeze dual five point I gotta get, touch bases with you, homie. My bad. All love, all love. But yeah, uh, sugar. I got twenty five flavors on the menu. I say that's Barry Bonds right there. Uh, Barry Bonds is a you know the San Francisco Giants lefty, the guy who got you know never got to the Hall of Fame, but then you know he was using probably yeah everybody was using. But yeah, uh, damn, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, the Space Lex uh, for you uh, green lovers who partake in the whole cannabis. And that's another thing. Oh, I forgot to mention. Sorry, uh, Justin. Uh, when I, the day that I broke my fucking foot, I fucking believe this or not, uh, I walked. I hopped. I fucking walked. I hopped to the car because my pride. You know what I mean? I got all these people asking me for help. But I was just like, no, I could do this myself. But uh, I went home, I made it, and I'm like, kids, and I told the wife, I think I fucked myself up. And so I went to the kitchen, and I told the kids, oh, you, uh, you got to help daddy uh, stir up uh, some uh, chocolate chip, a.k.a. Space Lex. Those are my cannabis cookies. Uh, so I whipped it up, and then, I don't know, my foot was throbbing to the point where I, I, I wanted to throw it in the oven, and then I think all oh, the anxiety just kicked in. I fucking passed out. When I looked at the oven, I was on the floor, and I seen the oven light, and then I passed out, and I came back. And then all of a sudden, I'm on the floor, and my kids, kids, call grandma, call grandma, like, bring you the space like shit. <laughs> I had to uh, self-medicate when I brought, that's the chocolate chip, a.k.a. space Lexus, and that's uh, named after Alexandra the young lady that used to work at the gym, she now works at the local dispensary at Pacifica called Lit. But she was the first one to gobble up them bitches. And she's like, nom, 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 like cookie monster. And I'm like, hold on, girl. Let me tell you how many, uh, you know, THCs up in there. And I told her it's a little hefty. And girls named it the Space Lex. That's Alexandra. Big ups to Alexandra. What up, girl? But yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's one of the few. The cookies out there. So Maja's cookies. Instagram, S-E-M-A-J-S underscore cookies. Hey, I appreciate y'all who reached out to me when I broke my foot. Oh man. The love was felt. You know what I mean? And for those who, you know, when I popped open the, 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 the Instagram, 
thank you for the continuous support, man. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, I'm out here. Put me to work, but you know, I gotta take it slow. So just bear with me. Got the broken foot, y'all. Dang. Yeah, I think just, you're gonna get back on that horse pretty soon, and yeah. you're gonna be riding the stallion now instead of the the, <laughs> the horse you were riding before. But um, yes. thanks for coming on the show, dude. I appreciate your time. I know. We were a little bit behind because I'm trying to do the stuff with uh, Foodtopia and the and the filming and stuff of the pilot tests and pilot episode we're working on So um, here in Nashville. But I appreciate you hopping on and doing this show with me and your patience, dude. It means a lot to me. It means uh, a lot to me that you're willing to do part three and, and you believe in me like I believe in you. And I'm always rooting for you, dude, just so you know. Hey, uh, damn, Justin, bro, you... Man... Thank you so much. Um, I don't know how else to say it, but man, you, like I said, the Godfather, Justin Bizarro, hey, thank you so much. Um, I was going to say congratulations on that food, uh, the, uh, the new show coming up, right? Or Yeah, you can congratulate me. I won't, I won't accept it yet. I'll receive it, but I won't accept there, it yet okay. because I don't want to count my chickens before they're hatched. But gotcha, yes, gotcha. I appreciate it. Yes, I will take, I appreciate it. You can give me a congratulations. It's very nice of you. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just like, I'm one of those guys that I don't want it to go to my head. I don't want to celebrate yet. I'll celebrate when we're done. When we got all 18 seasons done in 12 years, then we'll do a victory lap. You and me, dude. We'll eat fucking fucking 10 pounds of cookies. Hey, okay. That's how I celebrate. I don't need I don't need alcohol. I don't drink. I haven't had a drink in like five years. The mindset thing we talked about, you know, the gym. Mine's part of the alcohol thing. I got rid of that shit. And that doesn't mean I don't smoke marijuana here and there for like creativity, definitely, and for calmness, um, mm-hmm. especially since you're, I'm a high functioning person. Uh, it does ground me, but alcohol was just a depressant for me, it made me more depressed. It uh, gave me hangovers. It made me feel like I was less able to put thoughts together and less creative. So, um, you know, everything I do is like towards like living my purpose i don't want to waste this life god gave me i don't want to not Mm -hmm. impact people and have influence and better the world around me you know Mm -hmm. at least planting seeds it's not about what i say as much as it is about planting seeds you know and pollinating the world positively so um dude thank you again hope i wasn't rude there i do truly receive your congrats but it's like one of those (laughs) things i i receive it i appreciate it and um but you're gonna have to hold on to it for for a little bit, and you're gonna give you're gonna give it to me in like twelve years when this show's done eighteen seasons and we've like nailed it out of the park. And you're one of the guests I have on the show. How about that? We'll celebrate when you're the get one of the guests on the show when we do the San Francisco Bay Area for one of the episodes. Hey, let's go. Yeah, now we're talking. Now we both have something to to start manifesting in our head and, and thinking about goals. You got to get big enough so by the time you're prepared for when I come into town and all those people see you on TV, you got enough cookies yeah. for them to snack up. Hey. That's, yeah. That's man. Justin, yeah. thank you. Thank you, dude. Um, I hope I'm not. I hope I wasn't disrespectful in any way there. I just no, I no, no, really no, no, appreciate no. you. Very good boys. Um. Anyone in the audience, thank you guys for listening in. I appreciate you guys. If you like Samaj's episode, I mean Samaj's cookies episodes, and you like what James has to say, 
Give it reviews, guys. Write in the comments. Write, and the more comments we get, the more five stars, the better ratings, the more people listen to it, the more people hear about Samaj's cookies. That's just the way the algorithms work. We all know it. The better the reviews, the better we all support it, the better we support the show, the better they do. And the more entrepreneurs that can be positively impacted and influenced by James's story. You know, there's a lot of people out there that hit rock bottom or break their feet or get injured or burn a hand or slice off a finger in their businesses. And they need to figure out how to get back up. That's why this episode's important. So you can find us on Spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts. You can find all four shows that we do, including this one on there. You can also find us on Instagram at Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs. And you can find me personally on Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Justin Bizarro. So we're trying to build presence across all three there. So thank you, James, again. You're welcome. Anything you want to say before we go, bro? It's your mic. Ah, yeah. For those who are are interested in Samaj's cookies, you can find me on Instagram uh, at uh, S-E-M-A-J-S underscore cookies. That's Samaj's cookies. Yeah. Let me know. What's your favorite cookie? Shit, we might make a name after you. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I like, um, I don't know, I like them all. Snickerdoodle I love, but I really weirdly like um, chocolate chip cookies. Um, mm-hmm. I really love that. But I also like oatmeal raisin cookies, And but instead of raisins, I like chocolate chips in them, like the mini ones. Mm-hmm. Like That's my favorite, uh, other than the ones you sent. Like I loved all the cookies you sent me. I would do, eat all of them again for sure. Um, but my stepdaughter Zoe makes ridiculous chocolate chip cookies and ridiculous oatmeal like chocolate chip cookies. Like her and, and Deborah and oh my god, you know, and Maddie, the three of them, they were like master cookers at cookies. So I know cookies. Like that's the one thing. I know banana bread and I know cookies. I grew up eating a lot of them and you have the best cookies, dude. You have the best cookies that are on the commercial market for sure. So Ah uh, shit. Yep. I got a flavored, uh, which is not on the menu, but yeah, it's a secret menu. Yep. Justin, I got, I got I got a little gift coming your way. Yeah, I'm going to send you my new address. I'll send you my new address and you, because you have my old address in Nashville, but I'll send okay. you my new one. And um, also, dude, chase those brownies, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, Mrs. Fields, Amos, Keebler, it, they had their time. Now it's your time. It's James's time. It's Naja's cookies time. All right. All right just gonna be, yeah, just gotta do this little foot thing, but man, let's go. No, you're gonna let's do go. it with your foot thing. It's like yeah. imagine what you could do if you're a boxer and you have one hand tied behind your back and you box. Imagine when you have both hands. It's the same thing, dude. You have one foot tied behind your back right now. Do it because when you have both feet again, you're going to be able to freaking shoot out of a canyon like you've never done before because now you know what it's like to only have one foot. Talk, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. So keep on rocking, dude. Thanks, James. Thank you, everyone, again in the audience. I love you guys, and we're out. Okay.